Welcome to this webinar series, Physical Activity Researcher Podcast and International Society for Physical Activity and Health, ISPA, have started collaboration. We have edited their webinars to audio-only podcast versions, so you can listen them also on the go. Our mission is to advance science and share scientific knowledge, so if your organization has relevant webinars or lectures and would like to get more audience to them, please let us know. But without further ado, let's jump to the webinar. The next session is uh, dedicated to the our second partnership, which uh, uh, chronologically, actually, temporarily, it occurred first. Uh, we first signed the partnership agreement with the International Society for the Measurement of Physical Behavior. And uh, I'm uh, very happy and uh, uh, glad to have the opportunity to introduce the two speakers of these sessions who is the liaison of PROPAS, the liaison uh, for this partnership, Anne-Marie Koster. Anne-Marie uh, chaired the very first uh, session of today. Uh, Anne-Marie uh, joined PROPAS back in 20, late 2018, early 2019, if I remember well. And uh, uh, she has various roles within PROPAS. Her uh, daytime job, though, is an associate professor at the University of Maastricht. She is the coordinator and the lead, uh, actually, of the accelerometry measurements of the Maastricht uh, study, uh, a, a very large accelerometry study. If I uh, am correct, I think it's the second largest thigh-worn accelerometry in the world at the moment. Uh, so I would like to uh, invite uh, Anne-Marie first uh, to give us uh, an overview of uh, the partnership, uh, and then I will invite the president of the society as well, uh, uh, Bronwyn uh, Clark. So Anne-Marie first. Thank you very much, Manos, for the introduction. Um, yeah, I'm happy to uh, to present today uh, the partnership with ISMPB. Um, yeah. um, so I will uh, give the ProPass perspective uh, uh, on this partnership and why it's important for us. And uh, my presentation will be followed by Bronwyn Clark, who is the president of the International Society for the Measurement of Physical Behavior. And she will give her presentation. Uh, perspective. Um, she is, she may be able to join, um, but has, is currently at a remote island on uh, just north of Australia. So she informed us that uh, her internet connection may not be good enough. So we will have her slides recorded, um, which I will uh, show after my presentation. So how did we start? Um, how does this, did this collaboration with ISMPB start? Um, we had the second ProPass meeting uh, back in 2019 um, in, um, in Maastricht, in the Netherlands. And uh, this meeting took place right after the sixth international conference on ambulatory monitoring of physical activity and movement, ICAMPAM. And during this meeting, we had attendance, of course, of ProPass collaborators, but also at ISMPB board members. And we came to the conclusion that there was there was a wish for a more structural collaboration between PROPAS and ISMPB. And in this presentation, I will share what are the common interests 
and the shared uh, interest and how this is um, uh, important for us at Propass. You have seen this already yesterday uh, and also today. Uh, for Propass, our goal, our goal is to have this um, collaboration platform of cohorts using Thiwon accelerometers to make this pooled data resource. Um, and eventually, of course, the most important thing is to, uh, to have prospective analysis on physical behavior and health. We have learned a lot today about uh, the physical activity guidelines, and I think Propass can indeed really play, play a role here in, uh, in setting uh, providing evidence for this. And another important thing for Propass is developing the methods for uh, processing accelerometry data, uh, harmonizing and pooling data. Also this slide you have seen, and also Jasper had it in his uh, presentation, but uh, this is um, uh, what we have a shared interest of both Propass and ISMPB is the interest in accelerometry methodology. So in Propass, we developed this physical behavior construct. This was published in the paper published by Matthew Stevens in, back in 2020. And you here see the different constructs of physical behavior. And I think what, can, what Propass will add to the field is that it will look at different domains of activity. And Jasper just showed us also how important it is to not forget the different domains of activity not only, for example, the dimension of intensity or the dimension of posture, but also uh, domain. To process the accelerometry data of all the involved cohorts, we will use a, a software. Um, the ActiPass software uh, comes from ActiLife, the, from Andreas Holterman group, Holterman's group, and was further developed by Peter Johansson's group. Um, and I think, yeah, we can really um, get more out of the data. For example, think about sleep and sleep measures. Um, I, I see uh, that we can move the field forward here. Then there's a shared interest um, to support early career researchers. And Manos has yesterday already shown in his opening how we have involved early career researchers in PROPAS. Um, also, that started, started more or less um, in the meeting we had in Maastricht in, back in 2019, where there was an interest of early career researchers to be involved in PROPAS. Um, and there we started different task groups. For example, we had a task group on harmonization, a task group on thyroid accelerometry methods, and um, five, six, seven uh, in total uh, task groups. And they were, they were led by early career researchers. So they have been actively involved in PROPAS uh, until, until now. We also had PROPAS um, uh, early career researcher uh, meetings, dedicated meetings for e ECRs. Um, we had a seminar series that was organized last year by Lawrence Girard. And the next one will be coming up in June 2022. So we don't have the exact dates yet, but stay tuned for the announcement on these uh, se next seminar series. And what we're currently developing is a fellowship scheme. And I share the first ideas we have for this. Um, so our idea is that we, there are of course different uh, fellowships available, uh, early career researcher fellowships, opportunities to uh, pursue a PhD project or a postdoctoral project. Um, and what we want to do at Propass is mentor talented ECRs during the application uh, process and also eventually host the ECRs. Um, so what we will do is to come up with different fellowships. Think about, for example, Marie Curie Fellowship from 
um, uh, within Horizon Europe, but also there are fellowships within our own universities sometimes or within the countries, specific uh, countries, specific uh, fellowships. Uh, we will post them and we will uh, work with talented ECRs to um, pursue a project, ProPass project mentored and hosted by ProPass strategic leadership members or working group members. So also um, uh, we will keep informing you in the upcoming months uh, on, on, the, on the progress, but hopefully the first ones will be announced uh, uh, sometime this summer. Then in July last year, we did sign the scientific partnership agreement between ProPass and ISMPB, and you see a snapshot here. And what, have, what are the things that we have agreed on initially? Um, we uh, wanted to organize a ProPass symposium at the next ICAMPEM, ideally even a satellite meeting that we did not manage because of the pandemic. We were not sure yet how many ProPass members would attend the ICAMPEM, but we do have a symposium there. We both wish to support the ECR community, so we will work together on, on that. Um, uh, there, we have the wish to, for an editorial in the Journal of the Measurement of Physical Behavior, and both ProPass and ISMPB has, have selected a liaison to, to lead the partnership, and that will be Malcolm Granith, who's actually the former president of ISMPB uh, from the ISMPB side, and I will do that from the ProPass side. Uh, side. And I am, yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, closely collaborate, and I think with this collaboration and with IS with ISPA, we yeah, I'm proud that we have uh, we will be able to work with two such prominent um, societies within the physical activity uh, research and physical activity world. Thank you very much. Thank you, uh, Anne-Marie. Uh, I understand that you have the recording for uh, Brownwell's presentation, but uh, before we uh, play the recording, I would like to introduce uh, the president of the uh, International Society for the Measurement of Physical Behavior, Brown Clark. Uh, Braun is based at the University of Queensland at the School uh, of Human Movement and Nutrition Sciences, and she's currently holding an NHMRC uh, fellowship. In terms of her research interests, she is interested in the workplace health behavior, but also works with clinical and broader adult uh, populations in relation to physical activity. Uh, so, Anne-Marie, if you don't mind, could you please upload the, up, not upload, play, please, the, the recording. Hi. By way of introduction, I'm Bronwyn Clark, and I have the great honour of being the current president of the International Society for the Measurement of Physical Behaviour, or ISMPB. Excuse my recording for my slides. I'm currently starting data collection for a study on a very remote island off the top of Australia called Alcoa Island, which you can see here on the map. So uh, it's just a speck island off the top of the Northern Territory there. There's very little infrastructure, so I felt that internet may be an issue. Um, I will try though to jump on and answer questions um, during or at the end of our talk as well. First of all, this is great to see all the great research and activities that are taking place with ProPass. I'm very happy that we've been able to make a connection between ProPass and ISMPB. You can see on the slide here that the mission statement for ISMPP is that the society aims to promote and facilitate the study and applications of objective measurement and quantification of free living behaviour and its related constructs. So, for example, energy expenditure and context using wearable devices. I think that the work of ProPass fits really nicely into what we're trying to do. 
And so that mutual support and collaboration um, between our two groups is really a win-win. ISMPB was initially set up to bring together people from a range of disciplines and backgrounds to further this agenda of measuring physical behaviour. For me, from a public health and epidemiology background, this has meant that the society provides a forum for me to meet and share ideas with researchers, other clinicians, scientists, engineers, and even industry folk. I've always come away from my, our biennial conference with a new and improved method of measurement um, and the collaborations and connections to carry this off. Physical behaviour is a fairly broad concept and now our society we encompass physical activity, sedentary behaviour, movement behaviour such as walking, gait and movement for activities of daily living, body postures, sleep and constructs related to physical behaviours such as where and with whom physical activity or physical behaviour occurs. So, for example, at work, um, at home, um, whereabouts um, in the environment, um, all of this inform added information is included also. You can see how this fits with the ProCasters' focus on measuring physical activity, postures and sleep patterns. There are three somewhat overlapping tenets for the types of measurement methods we use. They should be ambulatory, so not in a room, so like a room in-room colorimeter. They should be wearable, and many are movement sensors. So again, ProCast is emphasis on thyroid accelerometer, which covers all these spaces. The activities of the society currently include a journal, the Journal for the Measurement of Physical Behaviour, or JMPB. This was started in 2018, and our first editor was Patty Friesen, who I'm sure many of you know. Um, of Patty's in retirement now, and we have Philippa Dahl as our current editor, and she's currently managing the process of obtaining an impact factor for the journal. We already have um, in progress um, a commentary from ProPass for this journal, and apologies um, for the tardy for, from this tardy co-author Thanos, um, but hopefully that will be ready soon. A major activity is the International Conference on the Ambulatory Monitoring of Physical Activity and Movement, or ICAMPAM. Um, so I can't tell you how long it took me to learn what that acronym actually stood for. This conference general, is generally held every two years. Um, many of you have been attendees at ICAMPAM in the past and are presenting at the upcoming conference in June this year in Colorado. As you know, it's been a fairly fraught time for conferences over the last couple of years. However, we're coming up in June, we have a wonderful lineup of presenters from a variety of backgrounds, including research, development, regulatory and industry backgrounds. If you haven't already, there is still time to submit late-breaking abstracts for the in-person and virtual posters until the 20th of May. Our other activities are the quarterly newsletter, social media group, periodic seminars and workshops, such as the seminar we had from Rick Troiano, in the latest NHANES, on the latest NHANES monitor data release. We're currently developing a mentorship program, which we hope to implement at this current um, ICAMPAN for doctoral students and postdoctoral researchers. Here, I think we can learn from what you are doing with your, for your ECRs, um, and, and we hope to link in um, those who do not already know about your program, um, who are uh, ECRs within our society. We're also developing a strategy to expand into geographical areas that are less representative in our society um, and in using ambulatory monitoring in research. We've been in open discussion about the activities we could have to continue our joint involvement. 
activities such as joint seminars and workshops have been proposed. So perhaps as part of the ECR or mentorship program that we have. As a next step with JMPB, we proposed a special issue with ProPass, providing guest editors on a topic central to the work you're doing, such as um, obviously thigh-worn accelerometry. So we're not able to manage a satellite meeting at our upcoming ICAM PAM, but we hope that with the return to easier travel, we might be able to set this up again at future ICAM PAMs. And finally, ProPass was the first collaboration with a research consortium that our society has undertaken. And we see that what we're developing here together can be a model for future collaborations. As such, all input and suggestions are welcomed and, and I'm hopefully online at the end of this um, presentation um, to have uh, future discussions about what we can do. Thank you. Thank you, Bronwyn. Uh, it is in, indeed a great pleasure to have you as partners. And I would like to, for those uh, members of the audience who are not familiar with ICAMPAM to just reinforce uh, what you've said. It's an excellent, truly excellent landmark event, I would say, in the uh, in the landmark conference uh, for physical activity measurement, uh, device-based physical activity uh, measurement. Uh, so we have uh, time for perhaps one or two questions. Uh, I haven't received any questions by our uh, audience, by the chat, but I would like to ask both of you the same question. Uh, what do you think uh, are the key ingredients of a successful uh, partnership between a research uh, uh, entity like Propas and a scientific society? Because obviously the priorities and the incentives and the motives of every organization are somewhat different. Anne-Marie, would you like to go first? Yeah, that's a good and difficult question. But um, yeah, I think, first of all, I think there, there's a motivation of both uh, sides to really talk to each other as we both have similar goals. So that's even though, of course, we are really focused on the research and the ISMPB is much broader than that, um, I think we have um, shared goals. So shared goals is the, the, the first important step to really uh, set the stage, I would say. And I think now we, yeah, we have identified a few key things where we have to start doing it and start working together. And um, I, uh, yeah, I'm very positive and I'm very optimistic about, uh, about doing this together. So I'm excited to, to start this uh, collaboration um, in the upcoming years. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Uh, Brown, are you there? Yes, yeah, so I agree. I agree with shared goals. And I think we do have a number of shared goals and that, that's a real um, and, and a real willingness to work together towards those goals rather than in a competitive way. I, I think that that's been a real plus for our, um, our mutual moving in the right direction. Um, and also, I think, open communication. And, and I think um, we have been able to establish that even though we've had to do that via Zoom and email and so forth, um, I feel that um, it's been a really positive experience um, and, and that continued open communication. Um, and, and I'm sure that um, Malcolm um, at Now He's Come On as our liaison person um, will continue that open communication as well. And I think those two would be my key, um, my key, kind of elements that I think are driving a successful partnership that we have. Thank you. And of course, we should acknowledge that COVID-19 posed many challenges. 
um, many challenges to this partnership, specifically to this partnership, both to the partnership being finalized and also to the plans uh, uh, that we initially had uh, for the satellite meeting and the uh, more clo closer participation in the next ICAPAM. I really look forward to it. But as you know, many people are still very re reluctant to travel. Um, uh, universities are less interested to fund and allow international traveling. Uh, at least the university, our university has introduced new travel policies. It's becoming a little bit, if you can do it by, by Zoom, why do you have to go there kind of thing? So certainly, I think the best uh, of this partnership uh, is uh, lies ahead. Uh, I very much look forward to it. And I would like to thank you both uh, for uh, your talks. And uh, I would like to thank our audience. Uh, you won't hear from me again. Uh, we're uh, very near the close end of this event. I would like to hand it over to back to Anne-Marie for the final remarks. I'd like to thank our speakers, our audience, and everyone else, uh, Federica, Federica Conti, our research assistant who's been running this show. Federica joined us only two weeks ago and she's been doing an amazing job. She ran this uh, Zoom conference uh, pretty much on her own as if she's a full-time uh, Zoom conference organizer. So thank you, Federica. I don't know if uh, I can very briefly, uh, I cannot, I, I cannot spotlight you. I don't know how to do it. So thanks very much and Anne-Marie for the final remarks. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.